Welcome to Styling Social, the podcast. I am your host, Ellie Blakeney, and I am an influencer coach for new upcoming influencers who want to grow their social media, maximize their income, and stop hustling. I am so excited to share today's episode with you, so let's dive straight in. Welcome to the podcast, Emily. I am so excited to have you here today. So for everyone that's listening, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, thank you for having me. Um, So I'm Emily. Um, I am a fitness, online fitness coach and a business mentor as well. Um, It's been a crazy year to say the least (laughs) from building my fitness business um, and then also transitioning into my business mentoring. Um, But yeah, I run two different kind of accounts with that um, and two different kind of businesses. Um, But yeah, powerful stuff. Amazing. Could you tell us about the differences between the two accounts that you run? Yeah, so I started off as a PT, obviously when the pandemic started. I could not PT. Um, So I transitioned into online coaching. um, And then I ended up building my signature program, Eight Weeks of M. Um, I've then kind of built out my product suite around that. And I have different offers for different things within the fitness side, but it's all completely online. Um, So on my fitness account, um, there's obviously lots of fitness tips, recipes, motivation, and things like that. And then my business mentoring came from that. Um, my like it scaled to a six-figure business um, within a year, um, and then I just had lots of people coming to me asking me how I did that, asking advice, asking if they could have like calls and stuff with me, and that is kind of how my business mentoring was born. Um, so yeah, I transitioned my account um, to talking about business um, and helping people to you know implement the kind of things that I have. Um, to scale their own businesses. Amazing. And how incredible that you grew your business to six figures in just a year. So insane. <laughs> okay, so you've got the two accounts at the moment. I guess it's quite, is it quite hard to balance the two accounts as well? Um, so I do have a social media manager. Um, she is incredible. <laughs> Changed my life hiring someone to do that. So she helps a lot. So I create the kind of content and then she helps to kind of put it out there. Um, before I hired a social media manager, I did found it really hard because it's like showing up not as two different people, but you're talking about two completely different kind of things, although they do interlope, but it was two different kind of things and two different kinds of content every day. And it was a lot. So yeah, definitely hiring a social media manager helped so much kind of with taking that pressure off. So I don't have to feel like I'm splitting myself into every day. Yeah, for sure. And I relate to that so much as well, because obviously I've got the two, like almost two businesses at the same time. Um, and it can definitely, it can feel like a lot. <laughs> yeah, so. definitely. Just going back a little bit to the early days of you in business, what was life and business really like for you at that very beginning stage? Um, <laughs> crazy. Um, so when I first started online coaching, like I said, it it really took off more than I expected. And like I always had this goal to like get to like 50 online one-on-one clients. Now I even think about it, I think, how the hell did I do that? So I did really scale my business, but I was undercharging so much. I was overworking myself so much. And like, I just kind of got to a breaking point. It was actually this time last year um, that I hired my business mentor, but I was 
in one of the lowest points in my business, like it was going successfully well, but it wasn't at the income goal that I desired because I was undercharging. I literally did not have a day off. Um, I was, I actually would wake up in the night and reply to people's messages. And like, it, it was insane. Like I was just working so much that I didn't have time to like enjoy any life. Like when I think about it, like I became self-employed and had my business so that I could run my life how I wanted but I was actually letting my business run my life rather than me run my business so yeah it was definitely very hard and like I definitely hit burnout very badly this time last year um and I just knew I had to make a change in my business but I'd worked so hard to kind of build up that one-on-one basis that I was basically shitting myself to make any change because I didn't want to lose all my clients or my income to drop anymore um but I knew I couldn't carry on as I was yeah for sure so how did you really make that transition in the sense still keeping your income consistently high but dropping the one-to-one so um what I did was I created my signature program uh, eight weeks of M. so basically I created a group coaching program I knew I still wanted to help all these women but the level of support like I literally promoted my one-on-one coaching as 24-7 support and it was literally that and I knew I couldn't carry on with that so what I did um, was create eight weeks of M um, so that it wasn't as much one-on-one support. It wasn't the constant, like if anyone who's listening is a fitness coach online, like, you know, how programming for different clients, checking them all in, you know, separately every single week, it's a lot. Like that's a full-time job in itself. Um, and I knew I couldn't carry on doing that. So I created eight weeks of M um, and I increased my one-on-one coaching prices. So by increasing my one-on-one coaching prices, I knew there was still going to be people that wanted just the one-on-one support. So they would stay on, but anyone that couldn't afford to pay the one-on-one prices would then move on to eight weeks of M because it was around the same price point they was already at. So I didn't actually lose any clients. I just distributed them in a different way because I then had, I think I dropped down to at the time, I think it was like 10 one-on-one clients from over 50 to then having everybody else in eight weeks of M. And that was that first launch was insane. Like it was, I think it worked out about 11K um, in the end, like launch. I had over 40 people in that intake, but it meant that I could still help all of those people, um, but in a different way with not that pressure. Um, But they actually created their own massive community, which is just crazy. And then I had more time and energy for my one-on-one clients um, that I could actually kind of give them the best of me. And I could give everyone the best of me because I had more time. I had more energy, um, you know, I had more brain power because I wasn't constantly working. Yeah, for sure. I can't even imagine having over 50 one-to-one clients. I genuinely do not know how you managed that, but it sounds like you transitioned over really smoothly. And like you said, you haven't actually lost any clients from doing so. Um, so really just about working smarter, not harder, I guess. And I like what you said as well about filling your cup up first and having that energy for your clients, because definitely that's so, so key. Um, and I feel like that's what I really learned in my first year of business as well. Um, cause I really suffered with burnout also in my first year. Um, and yeah, just kind of filling your cup first actually means you have more energy for your clients so just going off that could you tell us two of your biggest lessons that you've learned so far on your journey in business oh choosing two that could be hard um (laughs) definitely um that so my biggest fear and I think why I got so burnt out was because I was so afraid if I made any changes or increased my prices which I knew I needed to do that all my clients would leave 
but actually your soulmate clients that love working with you will pay whatever you desire to work with you like they want that fair exchange when you think about it no matter what you do what kind of coach or mentor you are you are changing someone's life in some way and when I think about it when I was you know with my fitness coaching I was adding years onto people's lives I was helping people feel the best they ever had for like their wedding day and things like that I was stopping them from you know um, getting diseases and illnesses I was helping them to be able to live longer and like see their grandchildren grow up like when you think of it like that it's like that is priceless like when I was doing my one-on-one to start with I was charging like 50 to 70 pounds a month for that life-changing work and you just got to see it as like that that energetic exchange that it's that balance that they're getting so much from you and it has to be you know like it has to match so yeah definitely that your soulmate clients will pay whatever to you know work with you um and whatever you kind of desire because they are your soulmate clients like they're always going to be there you're not going to lose your business it's not going to come crumbling down and you're not going to lose your income if you increase your prices you'll be so surprised at how many people are just like oh yeah like of course I'll pay an extra 100 pounds a month like yeah like it's nothing to them like because they want to work with you they want to be in your energy they know how much you change their life so definitely that and then like what you're saying about filling your own cup first that is something I never thought of and when you are in this kind of industry where your job is to help people and it's something that you love it can be so hard to switch off and not do that but you cannot give your clients the best of yourself and the best of your knowledge and your energy if you are not your best self like I literally used to wake up from the second I was awake I was working until the second I went to sleep I wouldn't even have a bath or a shower without being on my phone replying to people like that's basic hygiene and I wasn't doing that on my own because I was so worried about not replying straight away like literally that's how it was and like now I spend you know a good couple of hours in the morning Um, I don't start work until like 10 a.m because I spend my mornings filling my own cup first because you literally can't give the best to your clients if you're not feeling your best self and that's what they're they're there for they want that from you um that's what you know they're they're paying you for and if you can't give them your best self then like it's just not what you want is it so definitely fill in your own cup first before you then go and fill everyone else's yes for sure I so totally agree with that and definitely something that I've been implementing as well um but yeah no I love that those two key lessons that you shared I think they're so important um so if someone was starting a business from scratch let's say it's day one for them or they're in the very early stages of starting up their business do you have any advice that you would give them Yes, (laughs) so much advice. Um, So firstly is to set those boundaries straight away. That's what I found so hard because I had literally like offered like 24 seven support. And then it was like, some people didn't use that. Some people did, but then you feel like you're taking away from them when you then set a boundary in place. So have your set working hours that you're going to work and stick to them. Like separate things as well. Like I used to use WhatsApp to message my clients, but then I would also message my family and friends on there. So it was constantly like, if a message and notification come up, I wouldn't not be able to not reply to it. Like as soon as it comes up, I'm like, oh, I need to reply to that. I ha- I'm i not the girl who has hundreds of notifications. I cannot deal with that. Like, I don't know how people like have like hundreds of like emails and stuff. I just can't deal. As soon as it's there, I want to answer it. So I use something called Voxer, which is like WhatsApp, but that's for my clients solely. I've created that boundary there 
that that's where they talk to me. And when it hits six o'clock in the evening, I log out of Voxer and that's my working day done. I will then not log back in until 10 o'clock the next morning. Like it's not a life or death situation. Your clients will be okay for a couple of hours while you sleep and eat and, you know, do things for yourself. So definitely setting boundaries in place from the get-go, like your working hours, your pricing, the, you know, kind of like accountability and support that you're giving, like set that boundary straight away um, is literally going to like be a game changer when you're starting a business because then you don't feel like you've kind of got to go back on it kind of thing. Like you've got that there. They know they, the expectation is set straight away. Yeah, for sure. And I love what you said about logging out of Voxer at 6pm because that's very similar to what I do um, and I also take Fridays Fridays just like my day off I'm basically you can't contact me <laughs> there's no way you can contact me um, and the reason why I did that is because for so long I was very similar to yourself just like constantly responding to messages um, and finding it really hard like you say when a message comes up to be like no I'm actually not going to reply to that straight away um, but I think it's definitely getting into that mindset where it's like kind of like what you said we're not saving lives we're not doctors um like they your clients can wait for a couple of hours um it's not like a life or death situation so um you are someone who takes a lot of action obviously you've achieved so much since starting your well both your businesses so what really motivates you to be able to take so much action so gonna get deep now <laughs> so yes. um I know you know Ellie that I come from a very big family I'm the oldest of eight children um as you can imagine that means you do not kind of get the best things in life um and I wasn't grown up like, I didn't grow up with money I didn't grow up with you know my mum was basically on maternity leave all the time because <laughs> she always had a baby. Um, I wasn't like, I wasn't surrounded by the work ethic. Like if I tell people like my backstory, they're like, how the hell are you, ha how you are now? But it's like, I know that you can literally create whatever the hell you want in your life. You're the only one that's kind of standing in your own way. And if like, you just have to go like, and just do it. Like something that I just always say is just feel the fear and fucking do it anyway because you're in control of what you do in your life and you as dark as it seems like you don't know how long you've got in this life like if you want to do something then go for it if it doesn't work out then fine like if my business crumbled okay I'll just go back to working in a gym doing PT you know there's always other options like if it doesn't work out then it doesn't work out but how would you feel like sitting there um, and not taking action on what you want to do and looking back like a year or 10 years later and kind of regretting that you didn't do something like I was so I got given the ultimatum with my job I, when it come to the end of lockdown I'd built up my online business and my old boss was literally like okay like guys we're coming back to work I literally was like shit I do not want to go back I couldn't go back full-time and carry on with what I was doing so I you know nicely asked for some part-time hours I was then given the awful ultimatum um, in a very horrible way of like, you either come back full time or nothing. I then had to like sit there. I mean, I was crying on the phone to my mom, just like, what did I do? Um, and then she was just like, will you survive without going back to that job? Can you do this? And I was just like, fuck yeah, I can. And if it doesn't work out, I can always go back. And I think that is like, a massive motivation for me. Like just, if it don't work out, there's always another option but you don't know unless you try. 
Yes, I love that. And feel the fear and fucking do it anyway. I love that. <laughs> um, but it's so true. You're never going to know unless you try. And I think I'm always in that mindset as well. Similar to you in the sense, if it doesn't work out, I can go. Not that I would go back into retail. I've literally said to myself, I'm never going back <laughs> yeah. to retail. Like that is done. That is over. But in the same sense, it's like, if worst case scenario, yeah, I can still go back to retail. Um, so I think that's really important. Like you say, you've you've got one life. And even though that can sound really cheesy, you might as well do what you actually want to do and see if it works. Um, and I'm sure like, I think I always say like, it's inevitable that you're going to have success. If you stay really consistent with something and you're constantly putting one foot in front of the other, like it's inevitable that you're going to have success and it's going to work out. Um, so yeah, I love that so much. So just to finish off this episode, I wanted to see if you had any tips for working smarter in business. So I know you mentioned about pricing um, like increasing your prices and also group programs, but do you have any other tips um, for those that are listening today for how they could maybe switch around their business to ensure that they're working smarter, not harder? Yeah, definitely. So like um, you said, like having a product suite like is an absolute game changer. Like when I used to just have one offer, um that's all I could like go off if I had someone come to me and they genuinely couldn't afford my prices or that's not kind of the thing for them then that was it like I couldn't help that person whereas now I have a product suite I have multiple income streams like I haven't worked it out in a while but and I've created some new offers but at the moment I think I have between like 10 and 15 different income streams from different programs and offers just now and I, I add to that all the time and it's like I've always got that like now you said if one thing doesn't work out you don't enjoy doing something okay I'm not going to do that anymore you know you've got that that option for yourself with income streams and having that stability of not just one offer but also it gives so many options to your potential clients of how many different ways they can work with you so you're creating that space and that opportunity for not only income but for clients as well so definitely doing that and having them at different pricing structures um, has been an absolute game changer for me. Um, definitely hiring help. Now, I know our businesses are our babies. We want to do everything ourselves, but we can't do that. We do not have the energy. We do not have the time. And it's not going to get done the best it has. Like before I handed over my second social media account to my social media manager, I was probably posting on there like once a week, twice, maybe max, never use the stories because I was so busy running the other account. Whereas now it's consistently there and it's consistently having content put on there because I handed the reins over a little bit. I know it's hard to do when you want to do everything yourself, but it's not possible. And it's it's done so much better now somebody else is doing that rather than me trying to do it. And it's like not half-hearted effort, but I just didn't have the time to be creating all of that and uploading to that and being consistent on there in two different platforms. So definitely hire help. And then plan. Now I know Ellie, you freaking love Asana. Asana is our life. Love Asana. <laughs> so like my life is in Asana, like planning on there, scheduling on there. It's been a game changer for me. Like I, I am a pen and paper kind of girl and I do like writing stuff down on to-do lists, but it gets lost. I go out. I don't remember what I'm doing. Whereas on Asana, you can have different boards. You can plan out your different offers. Um, you can plan out your content on a content calendar. Like I have like when all my payments are going through, like how, just everything is on Asana. Like I better never shut that down because my life is on there. <laughs> but definitely like it just helps you feel like it is working smarter, not harder. Like having everything pre-planned and scheduled, you know what you're doing. 
um, rather than it being like w- like content, for example. I used to literally get to the day um, and it would be like, I always post at six and I'd suddenly be like, oh shit, I haven't got an idea. And I would just think of some random idea in my head, write it out. And it wasn't really connected with anyone because I was just talking to anyone. Whereas now I have it scheduled and I know what I'm going to be talking about and it connects with my offers that it's prepared, it's done. And I'm actually speaking to my soulmate ideal client rather than just quickly typing something out because I need to post something. It's actually content that I want to put out into the world. Um, so yeah, definitely get organized and get yourself an, an account on Asana if you don't have it already. Yes, I'm literally, I always joke around. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm an Asana whore because genuinely my whole entire life, my whole entire business, Asana. Um, I feel like I low-key, I need to like release some sort of training that showcases all of my Asana because I do agree with what you were saying. Um, having that kind of organization and planning in Asana is just such a game changer. Like it's actually a joke. Um, and there's so many, like there's so many different things you can do with Asana. There's so many different ways you can plan, you can organize, but I'm the same. I have so many different boards in Asana, like literally everything you could possibly need is in my Asana. Um, so yeah, definitely go and get that guys. It's just asana.com or you can get an app on your phone um, and it's free. It's just called Asana. I'll put a link inside the show notes. Um, but yeah, no, love those tips so much. Um, and I feel like you're the queen of working smarter, not harder. You've definitely had like this huge um, kind of like transformation. So it's been amazing to see that. Um, so in case anyone isn't following you right now, where can people find you? Where can people connect with you? Okay, so if you're looking for business tips, motivation within your business and how to work smarter, not harder, then I'm at Coached by M on Instagram. Or if you want fitness tips, all that kind of advice, juicy recipes and seeing my own freestone weight loss transformation, then you can look on at Exercise with M. Um, that's on Instagram as well. And then I do have my podcast too, um, which we have an amazing episode on there. So you should definitely go and listen to that. Um, and that is Spill the Tea with M on Spotify. Amazing. I honestly love the name of your podcast. Like, <laughs> I love it. Spill the Tea. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Emily. And make sure you guys go and drop her a DM if you enjoyed listening to this episode. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you have enjoyed listening, be sure to let us know by leaving a five-star review on iTunes or sharing and tagging us on your Instagram stories at Style and Social. Keep on killing it.